Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. We like that. All in one place for totally free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else, those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions, and best of all it's totally free zero catch we've been using it ever since we started how long gone and ever since i discovered spotify for podcasters i feel like having the option of turning off the q a's and the polls on the user dashboard (laughs) has really helped uh boost my creativity and take it to another level i highly recommend giving it a try download the spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started Yo. Yo. You got me? I think so, yeah. I'm just checking our levels here. Oh, I love a level check. Alright, I think we're good. Check, check. Uh, What's Gucci? What's Gucci? Um, (laughs) This is Sunday night. Um, I don't know when this will come out according to iTunes or Apple, but... It'll probably be on Spotify soon. I mean, if they respect the, if they respect the artistry the way they should, it, it should come out tomorrow at nine a.m. But uh, you know, I don't even know if they have people at the office. That's the thing. You know what I mean, man. We're in a we're in a you know it's a wild time right now to be podcasting to be creating art and putting out into the world is brave. <laughs> Damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, First of all, I mean, for minute one, and you're already getting me teared up, but this this is a first. I mean, I got we, so I guess we should explain why we started doing this. We were we were texting sure. and saying like, "Hey, there's a lot of downtime. We have you haven't potted, I haven't potted in a while. We used to pod a lot together and not together." And, you know, since you seem to be the only person working left in America. <laughs> That's uh, right. Damn it. All, every, God damn it. <laughs> all of uh, everyone else's projects are, uh, are a little on hold right now. You know, I want to give a shout out to all the people in the EDM community who have been hit hard <laughs> by this. <laughs> I will happily Venmo money for virtual DJ sets. I saw that. I saw that. Friend of the show, uh, A Track uh, Trenzel is doing some scratching um, tutorials. Okay. So I'm I'm very interested in that. You would, know what I mean? I would happily. I don't think he needs my donation. To be honest, I think he's taped up. But I don't. I'm it, saying he's not asking for donations, is he? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. That would be funny. Uh, <laughs> That'd be so. That would sick. be like a you know like a very very cam girl thing going on. Yeah. Well, I think I think DJs are pivoting to OnlyFans in this difficult time. Yeah, too bad all of them are ugly. 
<laughs> it's not about that it's about performance you know what i mean it like is. sometimes there's more to it than than just the the scratching itself yeah and then um, if you can be really far away from the crowd so they can't get a good look at you well that's better. that's that's the other thing yeah i mean that's traditionally how it goes but i i think that you know during this difficult time, I, th- I think it's only best that, you know, you and I reunite to kind of bring them what they need. I think we've we've been dormant, uh, much like a infectious disease. And now we are raging back to get our revenge on all these little fuckboy podcasters who <laughs> think they can do this better than we can. They need, I, I, they need to hear what two white guys have to say exactly exactly they need to know what two idle white men have to say on these important subjects look we're tatted up we're not doing much for the economy (laughs) we're ready to give you our medium takes we're tatted up (laughs) but we really are uh yeah man i mean you know i i think there's gonna be a lot of um you know, they say in, in times like this, great art is created. And I would like to mm. think that's something that we are trying to do. And maybe there's other people trying to do that, like, for real. Well, um, this is our white album. This is this is our white album. So, yeah, I mean, you know, unfortunately, because we're we're located in different places, you know, we have to do this via via phone or, or mm-hmm. you know, this contraption we're using. So so it's not going to be the standard we're, we're used to or our uh, dedicated fans are, are used to. Yeah, I, um, I will sound pretty good, and you will probably sound a little telephony, but I think that'll add to the fun of it. You I know? think that'll add to the fun. I, I'm, I'm also like, you know, that's the reality we're in. Unfortunately, TJ and I can't be together during these difficult times. It's fucked up. Um, this, is, this is probably the first time I've ever really done a full pod remotely like this. Same. No, the only time I've done something like this is when I did Marketplace, and I was like, but I was in a studio, and they were in a studio separately. Flex. Okay. Um, well, that was just interesting because I was like, I got there expecting there to be someone there, and then it was just me, <laughs> like some tech dork, like hooking up, hooking up the mic and making sure everything ran properly. So you had to black um, out in the booth all alone. I had to black out in the booth all alone, but it was vibey. It was fine. You know what I mean? I had. I have my phone out. You know, I had the incense burning. You, you already know the, you already know the vibes. So, um, well, well, I guess we should tell tell people what we're going to do on the show, even though we're figuring it out. I mean, the name. You can. Why don't you explain how we landed upon this name? Uh, what's the name again? <laughs> how How long gone? No. Uh, well, we were looking for a name that. that felt like it was appropriate for the time but could also live on if if needed you know the team time yeah exactly the 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 current climate and then you know we realized this brooks and dunn song (laughs) just happened to have have the title that we needed and i don't think either of us are particularly big brooks and dunn fans no Um, our moms probably are yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't really stop me from discovering something great and then repurposing it for my own on uh, my own use. So, and then when we were listening to the song, it is exactly the same as the Third Eye Blind song. <laughs> yeah, never let you go. Never let you go. Never let you go from I believe the Blue Album, which is not the the classic classic one, but still has like four singles on it because it was the nineties. Sure. Um, and then obviously we had to repurpose the the 
um, exceptional and recognizable color gradient from the New York Times, the Daily. Um, it took me because, 40 seconds to Photoshop that shit out, baby. <laughs> yeah, because, um, you know, the idea this is going to be frequent, uh, at least for, for the, the time being when we're under uh, duress. So it's <laughs> – yeah. it's, it's a nod. It's it's a nod to that. It's and and then I think how long gone. Uh, not only a great song that inspired another great song. The song but also is fine. Just a, just a, it's a great song. Just a phrase. <laughs> no, no. The, the third eye blind song is a great song. Got it. Got it. Got um, it. Just so, just so you know, it it. I, I think those three words. You know, it, it it's uh, it, it it relates it to the climate. It relates to the climate. Yeah. Um, how so could, you know go. Go look up the lyrics, uh, you know, go do the genius for the song, and you'll see a lot of, like, ooh, a lot of metaphors for a woman leaving you and also a government leaving you. Exactly. I feel abandoned by the U.S. government. And um, also, also the title, How Long Gone, very hard to remember, doesn't roll off the tongue so hot either. So it's going to be a great our, podcast title. It's our supreme. You know what I mean? Really memorable, like going to look good on a t-shirt. Like I, I think, it, I mean, look, it's, it's no better or worse than Chapo's trap house. I'll say that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I feel pretty confident that we're on the same level as, as those clowns. Well, my, my, um, much, uh, you know, speaking of that, we will make sure to cover zero political, um, commentary on this podcast. I'm hoping. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, the first thing I think we need to talk about is just how you fucking bozos are ruining social media for me. And it's absolutely crushing me because there's nothing else to fucking do. And we're still in that phase where the information is new. So you want to take it in, but Mm -hmm. there's no way to take it in in doses if you're truly addicted to it like I am. So you have been been living on social media every day. For years, yes. and now all these people who used to have jobs, who did their work <laughs> during during the tweeting hours, are now free to spread terrible Instagram stories. Now they're now they're like proposing stupid ideas about how to like do laundry for each other in this time of crisis. <laughs> it's just completely pointless drivel that like the world we need memes right now. That's what we need. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, not everyone <laughs> can do their laundry with ease, I guess. No, that's true. No, that's true. You no, can. All, all jo- I can. All, all joking aside, I actually can't. But all joking aside, <laughs> I think that the um, I think that obviously social media is useful during times like this for the spread of information. I think that it also becomes a sounding board for people who think they are scientists now because they've read <laughs> more than I have, and that's the fear. <laughs> That's honestly dangerous, I think, as far as like the information sharing goes. Like, so we've moved from influencers giving us advice about vaccinations and health and wellness and nutrition, and now it's just about ep- epidemiological spreading tips. Yeah, things that are like, look, I'm not saying this isn't totally fucked. Like, we are totally fucked. There's no question this is dark as hell. Damn, but- that should have been the name of the podcast. Keep going. <laughs> but we are totally fucked. But I, I, I think that there are just ways to to talk about that and sources for certain information that maybe we we don't necessarily need to deviate from mm-hmm. just because we have more free time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think now more than ever, as we're just 
surrounded by news on social media and our moms watching CNN at home or Fox News, hopefully not. But like, it's just a, a barrage of of bad news, one thing after another, and we need you know a little low blowing off the steam, a little comedy, a little fun, just even if it's just for an hour out of your day. No, I think so too. I think it's just too dark, and I think the information is is overwhelming, and it's coming in so fast. Mm-hmm. It's it's very difficult, even for someone who I feel like I'm trained to think that way now, uh, self trained, of course. Um, <laughs> It's it's That's too so it's awesome. too much. It's too much. And the other the other interesting thing is my mom, who is a lifelong medical professional, mm. has not even really texted me about this that much because she's not on social media. I think she's like, yeah, this is bad. This is the real life applications. This is what's happening. But she's not in the vortex of like we're so fucked. Everyone's gonna die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that does make a difference. What what, what would it take for you to do? a social media detox? Uh, I mean, I, I don't really know, man. I mean, it, it, we'll see. Jail time? This, oh, well, jail time, obviously. You I, would yeah, still, I you would it. still have the burner just to get the tweets off in jail, not to, uh, not to text not, your hyena. Can you imagine how good my Twitter from jail would be? Oh my <laughs> God, <laughs> bro. That, that might be, that might, that's a, that's a TV show idea. I think. <laughs> I, I think I think, and you would be responsible for getting me the phone in jail because you're my man mm-hmm. on the outside. That's cool. It's going. Um, it's from. It's going out of my ass and into yours. Exactly. Exactly. We're, from one ass. From one ass to my mouth, baby. We're ready to go. We're gonna need the five. Um, the five C because it's smooth and small. <laughs> we need the baby mama phone for this. We need baby. Um, we need the yellow jump. The green <laughs> jumps go in smooth. The yellow. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I don't know. Because I've seen take. some people being like, hey, this is all fucking crazy. I'm just going to like sign off for a little while. See you guys in a week. I think that's great. And I think that's probably the right thing to do. I think I'm it's powerless. so hard, though. I think I'm powerless. Yeah. Because, I mean, because I every can't. day, you know, every day you wake up and you're like, all right, I'm going to look at, I'm going to explore see what's going on today and then it's i mean none of it is good but you're like damn this happened now this happened damn there's something new every hour but i do think that it's going to slow not slow down obviously the the problem is not going to slow down but i think that the mania the mania will slow down yes the the mania will slow down and i do think to some extent we will have to work you know what i mean like i think like people that have like more real jobs where they're actually going to work from home Mm -hmm. i think after like you know probably midweek or so we'll actually like have to start working from home and there'll be some real responsibilities. And like, I, you know, this weekend when I was, uh, I saw a few friends and, you know, people that work in media mostly. And they said actually that, that even though, you know, now is not the, it is going to be a difficult time to make a print magazine mm-hmm. that like all of their coworkers were like really heavy on Slack and kind of the, like the lines are blurred now because, people think they need to be working all the time because they don't really have anything else to do and they're not used to working from home. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're at lunch on a Saturday and my man's slack is blowing up on a Saturday afternoon, that normally wouldn't be happening uh, in, in you know, in, in regular conditions. I mean, but, a, a lot think, of people have a, a hard time separating work life from home life and, and the importance of it. It's crazy. Uh, I don't, I don't see that importance, but yeah, I'm sure it exists. Um, <laughs> 
I, I just don't, I, I don't, I don't know what it's like. And I mean, you don't really either, but like to have a job that like you want to completely shut off and turn off when you get home, you, you know what I mean? Like, that's not something I've really ever experienced. Well, I, I think it's less of wanting to and more of realizing it's the healthy thing to do at sure, some point sure. or else you're just, you know, what is the point of your life at that point? Just to make I, some startup bro, a bunch of money. I, well, I also think it depends on your situation. If you have a lot of like hobbies and like a rich home life with like a family, I think it's much easier to kind of like. It depends draw that on line. how much indoor rock climbing you're actually doing. <laughs> exactly. What's your bouldering schedule look like? <laughs> uh, but I do think it makes a difference. Like if you have two kids and like you you are really serious about tennis and you love to read, then like those forty eight hours you get every week are going to be much more serious mm-hmm. to you, val- valuable to you. I guess is the, is the better way to put it. Mm-hmm. Versus just a person living alone in the Lower East Side. Bitch, I live in the East Village, first of all. And, yeah, you're right. I wasn't necessarily yeah, I mean, talking about you, but, yeah, sure. Okay. Well, fair enough. So, but, I mean, are you, are you feeling overwhelmed? I mean, the, the one thing that is overwhelming me was, like, when it, when everything first started happening, it was kind of like, oh, when, when Coachella gets canceled, that's, that's when it's going to be real. That's the most Orange County shit I've ever heard you say. <laughs> but it, that, I mean, that has nothing to do with my. I mean, that's that's more of just like a tent pole event, like yeah, you know, yeah, that, like even you know, whatever. Say what you want about Coachella, you know, it, it is dumb and and cool all at the same time, whatever. But it is like the crown jewel music festival of America every year, you know, definitely. And for that to get canceled means something something big is going on so once that happened which also feels like it was a month ago even though it was probably five days ago um (laughs) yeah if not less once that happened then it was kind of like the the trickle down of what is going to be affected by that or by everything really started coming into light of like oh well if like i work in in like creative experiential strategy like throwing events and 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 pitching you know, things that are happening, experiences that are happening. And that is just done. You know, that is just off. And then, I mean, that's particularly off, (laughs) particularly (laughs) off, like, like absolutely government mandated off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know that, and then how does that affect everyone else? How does that affect the people that fabricate the, you know, the production for those events? How does that affect the security guards the valet people you know all the way the economic the economics part of it is like i think beyond my grasp like how how bad it will actually be Mm. um is is probably beyond my understanding uh but i i do think that is the darkest way to think about it like something (laughs) like coachella it's like the the you know whoever Frank Ocean can miss out on his fucking $2 million. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It, it, it's the entire ecosystem around the festival itself and how it gets built and broken down and promoted that, that's really going to suffer those people. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But I mean, you know, people are upset too. Cause like in New York, at least not today so much. And I, I was out yesterday. Um, Shame on but you. Like, pe- I was I out know, yesterday right? as well, but I feel like that was probably yesterday was probably the last day. I think I think yesterday was the last day. The like last people were out. Like like I went to Balthazar for lunch. Uh, 
and they were like counting people. You know what I mean? They were making sure it was like under the numbers that the government was was saying it had to be, and like we were you they set you far away from people and the whole thing. Um, doing ins and outs which, at Balthazar. Doing ins and outs at Balthazar. It's a private party tonight. Um, <laughs> but like, I didn't feel. I don't, I mean, I think there's this, I think for yesterday, it felt like a snow day, you know, for lack of a better term. That's mm-hmm. what I've seen people using, um, which I, I understand now is probably irresponsible, but I also like, I, I, it's, I'm just so in denial because this affects me so much as a person who only lives to socialize <laughs> that it's been very, it's been very hard for me to swallow the fact that like, I can't just go mob out with the gang. For no reason. <laughs> like it's, you it's do, really hard. To, you do love to, to mob out with the gang. I love to mob. You know that about me. I mean, I think you kind of love to mob out with the gang too, though. Yeah, I mean, I've 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 greatly decreased my mobbing out as of you know in the last year or something. But I definitely do love it, and I, I think it's very important for human beings to mob out with the gang. I, I mean, I think it's a, it's also like a real part of like a New York lifestyle, I think, because it is just so easy to like bounce around and have that day, you know? Yeah, um, and it's sort of like without that, what's the point of being in New York, you know? Exactly. So yesterday I, I ran into, no kidding, 15 people I knew probably in the afternoon of sitting on a bench outside, you know, trying to stay six feet away from Sam Hine. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. like, I don't, you know, I don't, but... I did get home and felt a little weird about it. And then I was like, oh, I probably shouldn't have done that. And then today I, I did not do that. I went outside for a walk and then uh, that was basically it. Um, yeah, you and I are on the same exact trajectory. I think yesterday it was kind of like, well, I'm not going to do anything other than I'm not just going to like do, you know, hit the mall or whatever. I'm, I'm going to go and buy groceries and that's going to be my activity. And I did that, but then even then, it was just kind of like, mm, "Do you really need to buy this slice of pie well, I think, right now?" I think in LA too. I I just feel like there's a prepper culture from like earthquakes, and just that whole thing has been has been a part of like the California DNA for so long. Mm. Whereas I don't feel like the East Coast has that kind of underlying history. Unless you're in like tornado country, hurricane country. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. But I think New York is more used to things like 9/11 or, or Hurricane Sandy, where it's like it, it's a disaster event versus I don't I don't know. I guess that's the same as as a, as a as an earthquake. But I guess earthquakes are known a known part of like West Coast culture. It happens all the time mm-hmm. um, from for you know obviously varying degrees. But I just think that kind of is is a very different thing and different approach. Because I feel like if I had a house and a car right now, I would feel a lot more mellow. Mm, interesting. Like, yeah, because you don't you don't have an escape pod. No, nah, bro. I mean, I don't. No, the jet's grounded. You know what I'm saying? Like, fucking Blade called me and told me that you know the helicopter's not going to the Hamptons. So, mm. I mean, the story the stories about all the people going to the Hamptons are it's so good. It's so, <laughs> I haven't like, seen any. Bro, they're running out of cash at the banks in the Hamptons because guys are trying to withdraw like 50 racks. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sick. It's so sick. And Barry's is like staying open out there, but closing here. Really? I didn't know that they were staying open out there. Well, it's, I mean, as of yesterday, there's like a New York Times story about it. But it's like that that New York Times story that, that I shared with you, I'm sure you saw, about the guy who hoarded all the supplies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, he basically got doxxed. 
And then he's now, his entire business is ruined. He had to donate all of it, and the government is investigating him for price gouging. His life is totally ruined. His life is, like, is totally ruined because he's he definitely, he definitely was a fucking dickhead, but like, I mean, people were like coming and saying they were going to kill his family and shit. You know what I mean? It's like full OD, like, nightmare out here yeah it's definitely like uh like don't don't fuck with cats like that documentary yeah yeah like, yeah yeah exactly i mean he fucked up no question he's a dickhead but like don't fuck with his children Purell. exactly but like i don't i don't the hoarding is is pretty out of control i also don't understand i mean i think it's such a weird impulse to buy things in such bulk when when there's like no proof there's actually gonna be an issue with that like we were talking but there's earlier, also like, no proof that there's not going to be an issue, which is yeah, that's true. Which that's is true. the problem. That's true. No, you're right. But I just like when I'm reading quotes from like food distributors being like, "Yeah, I mean, we're having a hard time keeping up, but like we're good to go. Like the the, the fucking the flow is on. We're good." Mm-hmm. Um, that's reassuring. Yeah, all of all of your favorite keto snacks are are all exactly. available. Now, do you have? other friends obviously excluding me the most important mm-hmm. but do you have people that are fully melting down mm, not really i don't i don't have anybody who's fully melting down yeah same i i don't think we would know those i think unfortunately we know you know gen <laughs> z and millennial types who like don't really care about anything except like getting bernie elected <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I think there's, I, I just think they like care, but they don't care enough to like have a full fucking freak out. Well, speaking of freak outs, I think w- one thing that I've noticed is a lot of people, you know, since they are quarantined and everyone is buying groceries and re- having Instagram stories of them cooking their, their meals at home and, you know, taking time to make bread and stuff like that. I, re- that, I realize Whoa. that you are fucked because you. <laughs> You have, you know, because I mean, no, I mean, I, that wasn't a, a diss. That was just like, I feel, I feel for you because I know that you are reliant on, on outside food and restaurants. So if that shuts down, then what's going to happen for you? Have you thought about an exit strategy for how you're going to eat? I mean, I, I bought some rice cakes and some $12 almond <laughs> butter. Um, I'm feeling pretty good about that. I also got the large Harmless Harvest coconut water. Um, so God I'm damn feeling, it. <laughs> so I'm feeling pretty good so far. I mean, they're going to allow delivery, so I'm fine. Well, for now, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, let's do nightmare scenario. Restaurants shut down. The only thing you can do is go to the supermarket and get food. Are you just going to live off of $12 almond butter and rice cakes? Or are you going to have to – are you going to pick up I mean, a spatula would, and, and start stirring? I mean I'm not I'm not exaggerating when I say I don't have like a pot or a pan. Like people think I'm kidding and I'm like, no, I'm not kidding. I don't have a single thing. <laughs> so I would have to hit – I mean is Sir La Tabla open or do you think they're closed? Like I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. Sir, Sir I, I La Tabla have... is closing, bro. <laughs> I know. I think they're out of business, actually. Um, <laughs> but there's a delay on Amazon, but Le Crusade could still make it here in time for me before I died, I think. I, could, I, I, could, lo- I know, love I... that you are, you are going to die <laughs> because you're not going to settle for anything less than Le Crusade in your color. And and your color of Le Crusade is going to be on back order, and you're going to... 
and you're just going to be starving to death in your apartment because J- it didn't Jason, arrive I have a, <laughs> No, I have a, I I have a plan. I'm going to I'm going to the woods. Mm. You know, it's going to be it's going to be fine. It's going to no be Timberlake. fine. No Timberlake. Yeah, I just don't think that like I don't honestly what I've been thinking about more because Alex is taking care of the food. What I'm thinking about more mm. is the workouts. I'm I'm truly worried. Mm-hmm. Are That's you going to get the, the the mirror, the workout mirror? <laughs> no, but but this is the uh, first no. time in, this is the first time in my life that I've ever been like, damn, Peloton really was a good idea. <laughs> I hate. I, Peloton until until two days ago was for fat rich guys. Now Peloton <laughs> is fucking genius. Pel- well, Peloton <laughs> is going to have a great moment, but the problem with that is like if their if their demand exceeds yeah. their supply, and you know their their Peloton is definitely being manufactured somewhere in Asia. Yeah, they, no, they're you fucked. Know, Taiwan they're or Taipei or in China. So like, the, all that stuff is going to be on back order as well. No, they're gonna sell all of them uh, that they have for sure. No, no, I think that I think that because you know we got we got a lot of questions mm. um, to our to our email address, and a lot of them were about the exercise routine. Okay, well uh, we'll get to those. We have we have to record so many episodes every week. Don't worry. Oh no, no, I was just talking about oh, working out. It so a lot of people were specific. asking about. I mean, that is a real thing, and you know, people were hating on TJ's prison workout, but now. Who's laughing now? TJ, now TJ looking good. But the thing with TJ's prison workout is you got to have a fucking backyard, you know, and some of Mm -hmm. us don't have that in New York, you know, or the roof, even, even in, no, I don't got a roof, bro. What you think? You think I live in Tribeca? Like, (laughs) damn, I got, I got a roof. What roof? What you mean? I got a fire escape. I've seen a lot of Instagram thoughts who have a nasty little roof. You could do, you can go up there. That's because they live in some ugly building in Williamsburg, bro. I, I got pre-war, okay? Pre-war, we don't. It's, it hit different, dude. It so, hit no, different. so not crown, every not every building has roof access, is what you're saying? Nah, bro. We got crown moldings. Mm-hmm. We got beautiful floors, but That's we ain't nice. got no roof. Okay, okay. We ain't got we ain't got no roof. I think but if your if your ceiling is high enough, you can you can do enough, right? I mean, I like I said, I'm I'm relocating, but I still think. That if you're in the city, you need a yoga mat, and honestly, the thing that Yayo put together is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And my friend, uh, gave, he has a client, this woman Kira Stokes, and he gave me a login to her like her fitness videos, and it's big fire. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. and and the, the Nike Training Club app is amazing. Even if you don't pay for it, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got we got options, but it's just got to be body weight unless you got kettlebells and fucking. You really should order some resistance bands, though. You think so? Okay. I think resi- I think ordering resistance bands—they're cheap. They have them at Amazon. If you got a yoga mat, resistance bands, and a fucking internet connection, you'll be all right. So, I mean, I, I say kettlebells is the way to go. I agree, but they're those are a little harder to get. I feel like you know Amazon because they're he- Amazon just brings yeah. them to your house. It takes I a little. It takes longer. They they don't do two days, but. It doesn't cost any more. It's just like, you know, 40 bucks or something shows up at the crib. Well, what, I, what I'm concerned with for you is like all the eating, bro. Like you got to like, you got to <laughs> chill, fam. Like you, you're, I see your ass making broths and cakes and eating out using leftover rice to make some <laughs> other shit. Like you got to chill, bro. Like <laughs> I can't have TJ coming out of quarantine with an extra T, you know, like an extra TJ. I know, I know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping an eye on it, but like, 
the only reason why it's the fitness has been slipping is because of the rain. It's just been it's been like raining for over a week straight now. So once that clears yeah. away, I'll be back. I'll be back pumping. So I'm fine. Back. Okay. And also, I mean, you, you know, say- me 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 drinking bone broth is is not going to pack on the pounds, buddy. Well, I'm not worried about the bone broth. I'm worried about the natty wines. The natty wine has has definitely gone down a lot. I've picked uh, I've picked up the bong. I was going to say, I have to say, man, this has been Nothing makes me want to get zonked out on drugs more than sitting around the house and not having any other option. Like, it's it's the first time I've mm-hmm. truly been like, damn, I wish I was gone off a bean right now. <laughs> nothing makes you Jones more than, than solitary no, confinement. Just, I mean, nothing, yeah, like, sitting on the couch with nothing to do, the perfect thing to pair, to couple with that is a handful of oxys and a couple of hits off the bong. <laughs> it's true, dude. It's just like the best, man. That's the that's. I mean, oh. taking taking oxy and then after <laughs> sitting on the couch is bomb as hell. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe just a little maybe just a little marijuana, but I think people you know across the world are going to be smoking a lot more weed. I think everyone's a little on edge and like they don't want to. They still want to have their wits about them. Yeah, yeah, no, just I in agree. Case. No, I think so. I, I don't know if weed. people are really going to be like barred out, like like you. But you know, people are going to be smoking. <laughs> to, to be clear, I, I'm not going to be barred out. I'm saying <laughs> I know I, I am not. But I, the idea of it is like, damn, there's no more perfect time to abuse drugs than right now. So, what is going to be your new anti drug if you don't have fitness? That's the real question. No, I'm gonna have fitness, bitch. That's the whole thing. I'm gonna, I'm working this out. Like, I'm gonna do it. Maybe I'll, maybe I will. Um, I, I think I'm gonna be writing a lot. I just said uh, there's gonna be a need for mm-hmm. lighter content mm-hmm. after the initial wave passes. So I'd like to, I would like to do more. Like my column's gonna continue, and I feel like there's some opportunities to do more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, otherwise, I don't really know, Teej. I mm-hmm. don't really know. That's why. I wanted to launch this important podcast. Well, this this will be one of your anti drugs and mine as well. It'll keep me off the uh, natty wine. But what I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's that's the question. I mean, I think I can read and do all that stuff, but like, you know, there's nine, ten. That shit is boring hours. as hell, dog. <laughs> what you mean, read, dog? Um, but I mean, I don't know what I I don't know what people I like. You cook and do all that stuff to the point where it takes up a lot of time. And mm-hmm. I don't, you know, unless I take up knitting mm-hmm. or like figure drawing or I get onto my master class and learn script writing. Like, I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what's left. I don't know what I would do. Puzzles. <laughs> it's so whack. It's so stupid. Like puzzles are better than board games. Board games are for boring people, but mm-hmm. puzzles are a little more interesting, I guess. But I like puzzles are low key kind of good. But yeah, board I mean, games. I, no, no, no. No, I don't play cards. I don't play board games. Like, just not for me. That's dork shit. But it does kill time. What do um? So what do you think about? I've I've seen a lot of New York specific, um, restaurant and bar shaming going on. Um, more than like any other place in in America, I would say. What is what is going on in the restaurant scene over there? Are people still going out, or is is it changing? Yeah, or? for sure. I mean, Saturday people were out. Today 
when I did my walk, you know, I was out for an hour or so. I went to Whole Foods. It was like pretty mellow, but also picked over. People are out. I mean, there's that certain age group of people that are like in their early 20s where you're still in that mindset that like you're untouchable. I'm going to live forever. They're walking around in like bad Chelsea boots, definitely drunk. You know, like that, that there was at least there's a handful of those. But I think a lot of places like anywhere else um, are doing like the takeout situation. I went to Brasso to get a coffee and they had like all the food set up to take away, mm-hmm. um, you know, which I, I think is smart. I mean, again, I, I don't you know, there's so many things that people are focused on, like what's important and what's not, you know, and everybody has their own agenda a little bit. Um, the small business thing is fairly important to me as a person who like cares about that and tries Mm -hmm. to, you know, even unwittingly supports that stuff in almost all facets of my life. Um, I would like to do that if I, thank you, Jason. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 Hey, I'm doing the same. Uh, I'm doing the same. So it's like, I would like to be able to do that. And I think that that's what this delivery and like takeout thing will do. will allow them to at least like operate with a skeleton crew and like provide food mm-hmm. for the neighborhood and make, do make some curbside money. Curbside pickup and all that stuff. Yeah. So I'm happy to do that. And I think that'll continue. I think, I mean, going to bar stuff, it's, it came out already and they're shutting that down in mm-hmm. New York on like Tuesday. So that's a wrap. But yeah, people were definitely out. Not as, I mean, the shit in Chicago for St. Patrick's Day, the girl being like, I'm young and healthy, I'm going to do what I want. It's it's amazing. Mm. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. People are so stupid. But also, like, that attitude, you know, a lot of people had that attitude uh, like two weeks ago or something. And now no. those same people are like, you're a fucking monster. Which is true. I had, but that, like, I had that attitude to an extent, but it was more like, am I really going to let this impact, like, my life? Can I just be, like, aware of it and 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 mm-hmm. continue on and then it's like no nah, no nah, you can't you you can you can be aware of it and not continue on um have you been receiving a lot of emails from brands who feel the need to let you know what they're doing for of course yeah <laughs> a lot of important a lot of important i got one from Framebridge today like thanks <laughs> i got i got one from tesla that's fire the tesla what, one on earth? The Tesla one is letting – I don't own a Tesla, first of all. I just got one and letting me know that um, you can do – you can buy a Tesla now without having to go into the store. That You can just like email them and they'll send you a Tesla and then if you like it, you can buy it. And then if you – after a week, if you don't like it, then they'll just come pick it up. So like even even car buying has been – damn has curbside should, just, should, should we just come to la and i just get a tesla for the week as like a rental car free rental car i mean when the Cybertruck comes out we're gonna need it the Cybertruck, you already know we're whipping glendale you better watch out <laughs> them roads ain't safe the valet of the standard ain't gonna know it hit him uh <laughs> yeah i've gotten some pretty i've gotten some pretty good ones but i mean i also don't know I think corporations are just so terrified to be held responsible for anything that like they just want to make some sort of statement on the record to the people Mm -hmm. on their fucking mailing list on their mailing list. You know, that's what it feels like to me. Um, But it's been pretty amazing because they're all kind of the same. It starts to feel like a form letter. Yeah, it's all the same. Um, Yeah, like we don't need to know what Outdoor Voices is going to do for the virus, you know? And then it's they're like not going to be doing. They're not going to be doing much, baby. That sounds like outdoor. I think outdoor voices caught the virus. Actually, I think they got it. I think that's the problem. Damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. 
damn. Outdoor voices got Corona. They can they can blame they can blame their demise on Corona, I guess. Well, no, she's gonna she's got to blame her demise on men, but the Corona is pretty good out too. <laughs> um, what do you think? Um, I, I guess like the more I've been thinking about, like you you and I are talking maybe like a week ago about like all the th- all the 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 jobs and careers and industries that are going to be affected negatively by this, and when and we were like what what is going to be affected positively by this and like how, how is this going to change things? And obviously, you know, creating content is one of them as we're all going to be quarantined. We're going to need a lot of content, but how do you think, um, you know, how do you think it's going to change content? Do you think it's going to change how like movies are made and, you know, budgets well, and I release schedules? I, and I think release schedule wise. And I, I'm, I think that this is starting to happen to an extent. Like I saw that um, my friend's brother made that movie with Pete Davidson that's on Hulu. Oh, um, actually, I, I want I watched it last night. I wanted to include um, an audio bit in like the intro of this podcast where, um, <laughs> like the kid the kid is defending Pete Davidson, who's like a loser, older brother guy, and he's like. He's not a loser. He, like he's starting a podcast soon. Oh, and then, okay. and I, wa- I was watching it with my girlfriend, and and my girlfriend definitely laughed at that, and I didn't. And then now today we're starting a podcast. So, um, I mean, to be fair, this is more of I, you and I doing a podcast together. Feels like a more of a revisiting versus a starting. But I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, true. The sentiment. But that that movie was supposed to come out in a couple weeks, but they moved it up. Um, really? I, I didn't know that, that. Yeah, yeah. And Donald Glover, uh, you know, a friend of the pod, uh, <laughs> he 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 uh, he moved his up too. He he moved his. He released like a record out of nowhere that was, I'm sure, finished. But like, I imagine putting it out on a Saturday. I just think that yeah, you put it out on these- Saturday at 4 a.m. and the artwork looked like um, a burrito wrapped <laughs> in foil. He's the fucking absolute worst. But that I think that. But twenty one sounds good on on the song. I will say twenty one's got a lot of good features right now. I'm glad you listened to it. I couldn't even do that. Um, I, I, no, no. I, th- Go, I think that people are are going to do that though. I think that like the studios, instead of pushing a movie back by two years or whatever they're going to do at this this point, are going to be like, well, we could put James Bond on streaming and make a fucking bag right now. Mm-hmm. And, mm. you know, I, I think that's smart with music more, I think just because it, it's not as I, I don't, I, I just think it's easier with music for some reason. I think people are used to that kind of stuff with music. Whereas like, you know, there's a couple years ago where like Sean Parker um, had a startup where you, if you had like a home theater, you could pay a hundred dollars per person and see a movie like oh, when yeah. it came out in theaters which is, you know, honestly, a pretty good idea. I think amazing um, idea. So something like unless that, you have Pirate Bay, exactly, of course. But all of us are hackers. Um, mm-hmm. So if I could, I think there's a lot of people in the world sitting at home that are like, if I could pay twenty five dollars to watch James Bond right now, I oh, would. Yeah. Well, do you think you know, this could be the thing that finally kills movie theaters? Yeah, it, it could for sure. I mean, I think it's really going to fuck up live music business. I think it's just such a revenue stream for artists and like it's the I, only I revenue stream. Yeah, that's fucked. I mean, I think streaming numbers are going to go up, of course. Um, but again, I think the pennies on the dollar from streaming versus making you know thousands and thousands of dollar a night plus merch um, on tour is just kind of there's nothing that could replicate that. Do you so think I, um, I, festivals might go pay per view? 
I mean, I think there's, I think people are going to, I think it's actually going to be interesting to see what people do. I think there's going to be some like Instagram live YouTube, like that whole shit, like is going to be very good. I think that's going to be like super interesting and work really well. Um, but I think that the reality when stuff like this happens is it does kind of, you know, sort it out. It, it trims the fat a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe some of these things that were hanging on that didn't need to be here are going to get cut and that will make the, the better things bigger or, or create an opportunity for new people and new blood to come in. You know, I don't know, but I, I do think there's, there's festival, the festival business, you know, better than I is fucking bloated. Mm-hmm. So like, it's very if, bloated. We need to get rolling or, loud out of here before it kills people. Exactly. Rolling loud is actually the best one. But if we can get forty percent if we can get forty percent and thirty percent of these festivals out of here by natural selection, like maybe that's good. Maybe that opens a door for like young people to do something new or try to introduce a new mm. platform mm-hmm. or concept. You know what I mean? I mean I think something like boiler room, like think about that would be burst from like a moment like now. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like obviously that that's an idea we're all familiar with, but there's something out there we're not familiar with that, that somebody's going to come up with during this time. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's going to push the, uh, the literary literary form of content ahead? Yeah. I mean, there's gonna be some trash books come out, you know, a year from now, like there's always my Corona. Books. There's always some trash books coming out, but Oh, definitely. Yeah, for sure. But I think it's more like I, I think this is a time like what I want to write about is stuff on the internet available for people to see that they might not realize is there, you know, not, and not like movies and TV shows, but like weird YouTube shit or weird playlet, weird stuff that I, for whatever reason know about, or my friends know about that need to be shared with a bigger audience because they're going to run out of shit to look at, you know? Well, Um, why don't we have a segment on this podcast that covers that then? We could do that, but I'd rather write it and get paid for it. But let's see. We can figure it out. We can, we can, we can figure that out. Okay. Well, I, I have one. I was watching yesterday. There's the um, the Heidi Fleiss documentary from the 90s that was made, oh, made by yeah. the, the BBC guy. Yeah. Even if you watch it with the sound off, just just for like the <laughs> archival footage of like LA in the 90s, it's very It's sick. so good. So, yeah. There's a lot of – I would recommend BBC – BBC made a lot of cool stuff that's like on YouTube. They've done, they did a lot of, they did a series about photographers that was really good too, that are kind of hard to find. But that, that sounds A plus. Yeah, I think it's on Amazon or it's on one of the free streaming sites. But yeah, check, check that out. But you should watch the Pete Davidson movie. It's a little, um, you know, it hits. Well, I feel like it, I feel like even though Machine Gun Kelly's in it, I'll like it. Oh, God. He actually did a nice job. I'm sorry, MG, MGK. I know you guys are friends. <sighs> Yo, he's tatted up just like you, bro. <laughs> Yo, we tatted up, bro. Uh, uh, I, you know, speaking of speaking, of, I did watch the Lil Peep documentary on the plane, and okay, because a lot because uh, I saw. How long was this plane ride? Eight hours. Okay. That's fair. So I had time to kill. I've yeah, never, I've never kill. listened to any little peep. I knew a couple songs, but like, like some of my friends that work in the New York Times, like music stuff, loved him. And then I saw a friend of the show, Rockticon, you tweeting very names. positive. To, to, to John Carmonica loves little peep, mm-hmm. uh, but like talking about it, it about the documentary. So I'm like, oh, let me check this out. Maybe this is. And then I then I found out that Terrence Malick executive produced it, and I'm like, okay, what the fuck is going on with this? <laughs> 
And then I'm wa- I'm watching it, and it's like the music is is not bad. Like I get the music; it's like SoundCloud emo mm-hmm. with beats. I I get the music and why it's good, and I get he's also hot. Like that's easy sure. to understand. Mm-hmm. But it's like his parents are kind of like you know his mom and his granddad. His granddad's like kind of famous, like Harvard professor, and they're just kind of like you know coastal like educated like middle mm-hmm. class people mm-hmm. and he's just like a kid that's upset his parents got divorced and he made some music and everybody in his crew is a mongoloid like he has the weirdest grossest friends like it's so strange but like the documentary is just like yeah this guy's like a mall punk who discovered fucking trap beats <laughs> i don't really get what i don't understand why he i mean he's a superstar and he was going to be huge i get that part of it but like we just mythologize dying young so much. It's like gotten out of control. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Dying, dying but I would, is very I cool, would, man. dying is cool. Dying young is very cool. Um, but I would advise watching it. I would love to hear your take on it. it it's, it's short. It's like an hour and 45. That's not short. Bitch, That's you longer than most time. movies. You got nothing but time. All right. I, I get, I, I will get to it if I get to it, bro. Um, you watch the you watch the Pete Davidson MGK, MGK movie. Yeah, that's that's like a new movie that people are talking about. You know, there's some cool people in it. There's like famous actors in it, kind of. Okay, okay, yeah, famous actors MGK. I get it. <laughs> Look, the movie is not that good. Let's be honest. I can't wait to watch it. Um, do you think that you know? There's a lot of I, I think content wise, a lot of Stuff is hopefully going to change from short form to long form mm. because we're going to have so much more time to kill. So hopefully the, the quibbies and the 60-second videos and all that stuff can go away. And then longer form things like like a two-hour long peep doc or a bunch of pods or audiobooks or something like that will will start to rise. That is not a bad theory. I could see that happening. Mm-hmm. I do think, I, but it might take longer than this break, however long this break is, to recondition people into wanting something longer. Mm-hmm. Um, even if they want something that's more in depth, I think they're they would be more apt to digest it in like fifteen parts. You know what I mean? Mm. That's true. People love to do that. Myself but still, I mean, I mean, you know, that's not that doesn't make it. I mean, it makes it shorter, but not shorter at the same time. Um, do you, um, do you want to answer some questions now? Yeah. You got it open or you want me to open it? I don't have it open. Yeah. Let me, let me open it. I want to have you be in charge of the emails and I'll be in charge of everything else. I like that division of labor. We're really playing to our strengths, Ken. You got to do something. Bitch. I'm the talent. (laughs) You're You're the fucking, you're the IT guy. Like relax. You're you're Joe Rogan and I'm his his tubby streetwear engineer. I don't. I'm so tired. Fuck Joe Rogan, bro. I can't <laughs> believe people listen to that shit, dude. What the fuck? Uh, 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 it's so weird. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people are asking. Daniel uh, ask about um, what quarantine media content do you recommend? Books, movies, music, etc. Uh, and what home workout would you recommend? I feel like these are things we covered um, mm-hmm. pretty clearly, clearly on the show. 
Um, well, yeah, I, I guess you can refer people to Yayo. Go to Yayo Ye- yeah, on Twitter. He posted his his indoor workout spreadsheet. Yeah, his, his his workout spreadsheet's good. He's thorough. Um, I think that's a good place to start. And then, and like I said, the the Kira Stokes fit is is good. I think the 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 uh, Nike Training Club is very good. I've been using that for a long time. All that stuff is good. Um, Oh, wow, 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 wow. Um, <laughs> mm. <clears throat> oh, here's a question from a friend of the show, uh, Ben Edgar. <clears throat> um, Great. B- best hotel to be quarantined in? Chateau Marmont, the Mercer, Il Pelicano, or Hotel Cost in Paris? What TJ, where are you going? I feel like this question is just so Ben can flex about all of the hotels he stays at. <laughs> I don't think that's wrong, but I do think we have to show him the respect of answering the question. Mm, I mean, I haven't stayed in all of those hotels, so I guess I'm not qualified to answer it. You might, you might be more qualified to answer it than I. I haven't, I haven't stayed in all these hotels, but I'm very familiar with all of them from a brand standpoint, uh, and I've eaten at most of them. So, um, so there's four of them. Two of them were in. Chateau's in LA, Mercer's New York, El Pelicano's in Italy, and Hotel Cost is in Paris. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Italy's out for now. Italy's going to be out for now, even though it's coastal and you could probably get great service and maybe get the room for the low. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to we're going to have to rule it out. Um, it it is seemingly the epicenter of everything right now. I mean, I guess I'm 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 going to I'm going to go Chateau. I'm going Chateau too, baby. That's what I was about to say. They have an in-house doctor, very discreet. <laughs> yes. Very, it's very discreet because you the know weather, you know i'm gonna overdose you know i'm gonna overdose uh it's a very discreet doctor um they have a saltwater pool which is has healing properties <laughs> um <laughs> i just think that i think healing it feels properties. i i feel like la right now is the city to be in in america during this epidemic I feel like that is very true, and I also would be willing to bet in about four days it's not anymore. Well, then, but I don't think there will be anyone at that. Yeah, point. Yeah, at that you know point, I mean? at that point, yeah, we we're we're the last rise. But yeah, I think definitely Chateau because you you know you can separate yourself in a bungalow. Oh uh, yeah, I would and also be in a Chateau. You know, they all have kitchens, so I can get to cooking. And when you feel like being a bad boy, which I might in once in three weeks, I could get some truffle fries. <laughs> you could even get a truffle fry, and then you know the the gym at the chateau is is dusty as fuck, but it would work. I di- I did not even assume to think that that would be something that people would want to do. I I um, want the gym at the chateau to be very bad. My friend had sex with a girl on a bench there because that was like the only place to go. Hmm. Yeah. Who's your friend? I don't want to talk about it, but it was somebody famous. Sick. Um, uh, here's a question directed at you, TJ. Not 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 directly by the fan, but I just don't know much here. Eileen, mm-hmm. uh, I, I who has a Cornell email address, must be nice. Eileen. Um, uh, I need your take on Allison Roman. Is there a male equivalent? Is she as viral as my friends and I think her to be? Ooh. We have been converted to her anchovy lovers because of her wisdom. Is it is this just a late twenties NYC woman thing? Mm, there's a lot of questions. Well, I mean, there, there's a lot of people who might not know who that is, but she's like a a food writer, recipe person, 
and she, but she's hot right now. I mean, she's she's, she's definitely hot right well. now. She she got she got known for having like a viral cookie recipe and a viral like soup recipe. I didn't know. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I, I thought it was just the book in general. I didn't know there was. Yeah, that. she 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 blew up from a few recipes that were kind of. I, I I guess like her whole vibe is is a little bit like like if Chrissy Teigen could actually cook maybe. Mm. Um, but it's it's like real food that we all want to eat but just in a new way that's better like i'm gonna make a big potato but then like she'll figure out a way to do it a little bit better so it's kind of it's very um accessible to everyone she's not like reinventing the wheel she's making like chocolate chip cookies or something but it's like in but a new she's way. like she's like funny she i used to not like her at all but now i've come around to her a little bit i think she I think she's developing into an interesting personality. But I don't. We we follow each other on Twitter. We have like a lot of friends in common in real life, but I don't know her like that. Yeah, I think she's cool. I think other. I used to maybe think she was a little snobby or something like that, but I think she's pretty cool now. Um, but I don't know. I mean, you know, she she probably saw a little opening, and now she's really trying to to blast off and and take it, but. You know, is there? Are we even able to have somebody turn into a, an Ina Garden or a Martha Stewart or you know some type of big? What's ass? the book called? I don't know. I forgot what it's called. But that shit was unavoidable. People it love was that. Un- nothing fancy is what it's called. Mm-hmm, it was unavoidable. Fancy. But I feel like it's a good cookbook for this lockdown we're in. If it's if it's pretty simple and and people can do it. Absolutely, and I've 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 never cooked anything out of it, but I've been to some people's houses who did cook some things out of it, and I was into it. It was hitting. So we can get Roman on the pod. We can. I could call Roman. I'm banger line right now. Yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have some guests. Mm-hmm. We just have to figure out technically how to do it. Maybe just a three way call. Yeah, um, we'll do a three way FT. We, but we've had a lot of interest from from people that you know and love, personalities from you know the internet and and you know, the real world. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So we'll start aligning those up, but that, I think we should stop the questions for now. I mean, have we done an hour? We did an hour. Yeah, we're pretty much at an hour. Um, we can close things out, but yeah, if you, if you guys are listening, what, what is the email address that people can send questions to? Uh, the email address for questions is, Oh God. Uh, how long gone podcast at gmail.com. Send any questions there, and then also don't 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 DM them. Don't add us on Twitter. Send them to the fucking email address like I asked. Yeah, and also this this podcast is on Anchor FM, which is like a, a free Spotify plat- platform for podcasting. And I think when you go to the website, um, you can send like a voice question if you if you don't want to do an email and then we'll figure out how to like play those those voicemail questions on the show i think you have to sign up for an account which sucks but otherwise you know you can just send an email so whatever whatever questions you have and then hopefully we'll be doing the show you know as as frequently as we can just because we all have a lot of time to listen and to and to pod and it's a pod. We're, yeah, we're going to try. We don't want to make any promises because obviously we would let you down. Mm-hmm, um, but, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to we're going to do this shit a lot. I feel confident. I, w- I yeah, I, I will confidently say it'll be at, it'll be more than once a week. But that's that's all we can promise for now. 
That's thank you, TJ. It's very diplomatic of you. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm listening to the presidential debate right now, <laughs> making promises. Yeah, this we're recording this podcast while the the debate is happening. That's how much we wanted to feed the streets. We had to feed the streets because it's Monday and it's going to be a low Monday. Your email ain't going to be hitting. The fucking check didn't come through. You need Chris and TJ to lift your ass up. The email, the email is not hitting this week. I'll, I will say that. Email quiet, dusty, dusty as hell. Every, everything's on hold. The only emails I'm getting are like J Crew that I unsubscribed <laughs> to. <laughs> should we get? Should, should I? Should I try to get Caroline Caroline Calloway on the pod? One billion percent. Okay, I think I, I might be able to do that. All right. Well, we can start. She, Car- She's team follow back. Hell yes. Well, I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of people who, I mean, we already have like 10 people who have hit us up that are all verified. So that's, yeah, a, that's to a great be, start. Just to, just to be clear, listeners, if you want to be a guest, you can't be unless you're verified. I just want to make that clear. Um, I, I feel like on, they should, if they're listening to this, they kind of already knew that. But yeah, you're right. Just to reiterate. Yeah, I just want to make it very clear. Mm-hmm. It's in the bylaws. It's in the bylaws of our podcast, and, and it can't be you, you can't be a blue check that has like like thirty seven hundred followers. You know, like no, you no, know, no. sometimes you see those you see the blue check and they got like two three thousand followers. You can't be one of those. Those are people that work in media, and their fucking social media person got them verified. <sighs> yeah, and we we see right through you. Yeah, it's cheating. Okay, well, you can follow me, Jason. On social media, at them jeans, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. You are uh, at what? Go ahead, Just say your shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can follow me at, at Done to Death on Twitter, at Done to Death Projects on Instagram. Um, send any questions to the email, uh, how long gone podcast at gmail.com. Um, Mm-hmm. Maybe make sure you subscribe to this shit and we will we'll keep feeding you with with stuff and we'll see how this show turns out it's sort of like a a work in progress experiment to see what happens but but thanks for listening to episode one keep them coming yep stay inside losers bye losers bye, bye.